Good evening, and thank you for tuning in to Fire Shut Up My Bones. We're live on the pod bean. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 20, and we'll begin reading in verse number 1. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country, and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur, and sojourned in Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, She is my sister. And Emlech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Emlech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man. Wow. For, for the woman which thou hast taken, uh, for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Lord, wilt thou slay also a righteous nation? Said he not unto me, she is my sister? And she, even she herself said, he is my brother and the integrity of my heart and innocency have my hands have done this. And God said unto him in a dream, yea, I know that thou didst this in integrity of thine heart, of thy heart. For I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore suffered I thee not to touch her. Now, therefore, restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not, know that thou uh, know that that thou shalt surely die, thou and all that are thine. Therefore, Emelech arose early in the morning and called his servants and told them all the things in their ears. And the men were sore afraid. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, please help me with this message, Lord. Please teach me, teach the uh, audience, whoever is listening. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is uh, a very interesting uh, read here, a very interesting event in history. Uh, Abraham deceived Imelech into, into making him believe that Sarah, Sarah was just his wife and that he was Sarah's brother so of course in innocency emelik married sarah if you go back to the previous chapters sarah is described as a beautiful woman it said the bible says she's fair to look upon and and because he did this he did this god basically warned uh abimelech abimelech that he's gonna die unless he 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 gives sarah back to abraham he said you you're gonna sin uh this is a sin against me if you lie with her or or have intercourse with her and uh and, and, and you're gonna die guys this is very interesting to me adultery from this passage that i'm reading <coughs> excuse me adultery is a sin against God. It's not just a sin against the the victims and the people involved in it. It's a sin against God. I remember when David in the Bible said, only to thee have I sinned against the old God. Let me go ahead and read my notes so I can stay on track. Um, Genesis 20, I was reminded that adultery is a very serious thing. In Genesis chapter 20, and it's mentioned to you, Abraham's he, uh, Abimelech took Abraham's wife unawares. In Genesis 20, verse 6, look what it says there. 
And God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou didst this in the integrity of thy heart. He's saying, I, I know you believed Abraham, but it's not true. That's that Sarah is actually uh, Sarah is actually Abraham's wife. It marriage is a very special thing. The Bible says, what God put together, let no man put asunder. There should be divorce should always be their last resort. If you're getting beat up and you don't want to die, well, the, it looks like you have to divorce if you don't want to drop dead. But let me go on a rabbit trail. If you are a true Christian, and I'm going to get that into the moment, if your husband is still alive or your spouse is still alive and you're divorced, if you marry again to someone else, you're committing adultery. You'll say, but it's not fair. That, that she didn't do anything wrong or he didn't do anything wrong. Listen, I'm just reading God's word. God wrote it. I'm just going to obey it. Life on earth is not fair until we drop dead and go to heaven. If you're saved, of course. Okay. For, and it says, for I, by the way, the Bible says in, in the book of Genesis, if you go back in, re, in reference to Adam, wherefore shall a young man leave his father, father and mother and cleave unto his wife it should be it should be one flesh remember that one flesh M marriage which is instituted by god when a, a woman and a man comes together and gets married they're one flesh they are to cleave unto each other it's a special thing to god that's why you can't be out there fornicating all day long and all this uh you know the body's not for fornication knowing that that what is drawn with a harlot? You, you know, you're, you're drawing with her. You're one with her. No, nah, you don't want to do that. That's nasty. But that's a, another topic. I didn't plan to say any of that. But adultery is a sin against God. It says, I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore, I suffered. Therefore, suffered I thee not to touch her. Somehow, God prevented Abimelech from laying with Sarah. Okay, praise the Lord for that. God is so merciful. He he prevented him from sinning, and he also uh, warned Abimelech. And, and go go with me. So so keep that in mind. I guess the first point will be this because I didn't plan on doing points. Adultery is a sin against God. It's not it's not how they portray it on television, where, where, where a man and woman jump into bed together. And, and they'll say nasty things that, oh, my husband is on vacation. He doesn't know anything about this. That, and, and, and people make a joke of that. You know, by the way, that's, that's disgusting. On social media, people make skits uh, portraying a couple uh, hiding from their husband and uh, from, from the married man and carrying on in, a, in, a, in an adulterous activity. And people laugh at that. You shouldn't have pleasure in that. That, that. Abstain from all appearance of evil. David said, David was inspired to say, inspired to say, I will set no wicked thing before my eye. That's wickedness. You shouldn't watch it. Go with me to Genesis chapter 39, verse 9. Now, you, you, you're, you're familiar with this story, beloved. This is when Potiphar's wife, was, you know, extremely disgusting, was, was trying to commit adultery with uh with joseph and it says here there is no none okay you know let me read it right let me see where shall i start this thing off let's do seven 
And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph. You know, when it looks like when, when it says stuff like that, she was lusting after Joseph. When she cast her eyes, she was, you know, was with longing eyes, lustful eyes. Man, that's disgusting. Wickedness. Uh, cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, uh, lie with me. She was very blatant. about. Let me tell you, I don't want to get gross on this program. And they, they, they are, there are some women out there. Let me tell you, don't believe this nonsense that a, 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 a man has more of a sexual appetite than a woman or vice versa. Man and woman after Adam sin are sinners. There are both, uh, both genders are equally sinful. Okay. I want you to remember that right here. It, here is a woman trying, trying to, to do wickedness, uh, wicked adultery with Joseph. And the reason why I'm saying I don't want to be nasty on this program, uh, uh, let me sugarcoat this a little bit. There are some really evil women in the world, whether it's the workplace that have no care for a married man's wife at home, and they, with bold face, will try to tempt the man and get him into sin. You have to be, that's why it's important to have standards. You shouldn't be with a, a woman alone without uh, some other presence there, a testimony there. You shouldn't date alone. Yeah, I mean, to give you a, a testimony, there was a very, very nasty woman at this job I used to work at, at Papa John's. Very nasty, very disgusting, promiscuous. I'll leave it at that, just promiscuous. And it was 12 midnight, I'm getting ready to go home. And everyone left, she was the manager at the time. And then she asked me if I could, if I could, I think she was 19, we're both 19. Nevertheless, she was promiscuous and disgusting. She asked me, can you take me home to my parents' house? I have no ride. And I, and I, and I said, uh, ma'am, I'm sorry, you're going to have to call your parents. And I walked out, left her there. Now, a lot of people will disagree with what I did. Oh, what if someone shot her up? Let me tell you something. I, 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 I don't want to sin, okay? First of all, thank God she was fat and, and not attractive. But I, I don't want my testimony to be ruined. I don't want people to accuse me of doing uh, immorality. Right, right, because there was no eyewitnesses there, right? I was trying to protect my testimony, and plus, I don't know, I don't know what she would have done. There are some really crazy people out there, so I left. I left her in the parking lot. And I was gone. I drove off. Okay, why is that? Because I was taught from young age to have standards. Okay, because Potiphar's wife, what did she do? She told the men to leave. She tried to get Joseph, Joseph alone. That's what wicked women try to do. That's what wicked men try to do to you, young ladies. <clears throat> you know, asking questions is, is your parents home texting you when no one's uh, around, you know, you got to be careful about that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, I, I don't believe, by the way, let me just, I'm, I'm on a rabbit trail. I'm old fashioned. I don't believe that you should be getting a married woman's phone number. If it's church related, uh, when it's church related, like, Hey, uh, you know, since you're the piano player, let me see if I could get your phone number so I could tell you what the hymns are and stuff like that. And do those things without the husband knowing about it. When when you're when you're talking to a, a, a married woman, you must ask permission from the husband. May I refer, relay this message to your wife? And if the guy says okay, you go ahead and do that. Okay, say so, hey, I need I need to give this message to your wife as it pertains to the ministry. Is that okay? 
and vice versa. That's et etiquette. That's a standard. <coughs> you guys might laugh at that, that, but that prevents problems. Okay, that prevent you know respect people's boundaries. I you know I have some very dear friends of mine, and I love my friends so much that I don't even look their wife in the face and have a prolonged conversation with them. You see, that's weird. No, that's just I, I just love my friends, and I don't want to disrespect my friends by having a conversation with their wife without them being there. That's just me. I, I'm, I'm very sensitive to the feelings of my friends. I love them. So I'm not going to do that. That's just how I am. If you think that's funny, well, whatever. But Okay, so here you go. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her, cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, lie with me. A lie is, is, a, is, a, is a word that means to have sex. Okay, but he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master what is not that is with me in the house. Okay, now, now, uh, wotes, W-O-T-T-E-T-H, it means knows. So that's what it means. Behold, my master what is not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath in my hand. There is none greater in his house than I, neither hath I kept, neither hath he kept back anything from me, but thee because thou art his wife now notice that that's his wife you know the bible says thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife all right because thou art his wife in fact let me see if i can find that verse thou shalt it thy Let me see if I can find it. I just want to make sure I can reference it to the audience here. Okay, thou shalt not cut. Okay, Exodus twenty seventeen. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. There it is. So it's Exodus twenty verse seventeen. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. You shouldn't look at another man's wife and like, man, she's good looking. Man, I wish I had that. That's sin. Okay. Uh, let's see. And, and by the way, that's why you shouldn't things that you do with your wife uh should be remain private you shouldn't tell i, I remember you, you know that's the secular word for you i was in the gym and this man is talking about th uh things he ought not to reveal about his wife i walked away uh, you know your 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 wife is not a sex object okay you know christian in the workplace when men or women start talking about what they do in the bedroom leave the conversation conversations like that are not edifying i'm gonna say just like this those conversations are wicked all right those are wicked conversations you know we should be vexed by the conversations of the wicked all right and let me let's continue on with me committed alternate okay okay thou art his wife all right leave people's wives alone leave uh why uh women should leave husbands alone how then can I do this great wickedness and sin and sin against God? Okay, that's what I want to concentrate on. Sin against God. Adultery is a sin against God. And it came to pass as she spake to Joseph day by day. Good grief, man. If this happens to you in the workplace, contact HR immediately and your wife. Don't be like that. You know, some guys who 
try to handle on their own and keep it a secret. What it does, it just boils over to something worse. Get your wife involved, get HR involved, get your manager involved. I had this situation like that and the managers got involved and God protected me. Lady got fired. Praise the Lord. Okay. And it came to pass as she spake to Joseph day by day that, that he hearkened not unto her. Amen. To, to lie by her or to be with her. Now look at that. To lie with her. We, we know what lie means or to be with her. Guys, you shouldn't even, hey, hey, um, you know, hey, Joseph, you want to have some dinner with me? No, you shouldn't even be with her. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't even go to dinner with someone else's wife. Oh, we're just friends. Let me tell you a true story. There was a woman, she was a security guard working with uh, this man on duty. She's married. They end up falling in love with each other. Why? Because they spent ample time with each other and, and, and she, you know late night she's away from the husband so so you know she became infatuated with a co-worker and what happened it led to immorality it led to adultery so let me read this again to help us all out i included lie by her or to be with her As a matter of fact let me get my pencil and underline or to be with her my dad is very mean in that rude he's always yes ma'am no man but when women start getting too fresh he has to put his mean face on some lady comes up to him oh oh uh can you take me home and, and drop me off my dad said nope he rolls the wind up and dries off why is that he's protecting himself true story when my dad first got married to my mom they're still married amen this lady wanted my dad to come over and put the entertainment system together you know those you know how you, you know those things that fit your televisions so my dad, you know, not being stupid, my dad goes, okay, let me bring my wife, my, uh, my wife and, uh, over and we can set up the entertainment system. She goes, oh, no, never mind. Uh-huh. What do you think she's trying to do? She's wicked. Okay. To lie by her or to be with her. And it came to pass by this time that Joseph went into the house to do his business. And there was none of the men of the house there within. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. This is terrible. And he, and he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. He got him out. He didn't pray about the issue and go, Oh, Lord, what shall I do? He already knew what to do. He got out. The Bible says, flee fornication. In my opinion, I believe that she was in immodest apparel, possibly without any, probably without clothes on. You know, let, let's just be real. Probably without clothes on, and, 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 and grabbed Joseph. And what did he do? He fled. Now listen, please don't be perverted with what I'm trying to tell you, and wish that you were Joseph. Adultery is a very serious thing. It's a dangerous thing. It's a wicked thing. It's a sin against God. Let's keep moving on. And and shame on us if we ever wish that we were Joseph. You know, and preacher, be careful of. You know, when you preach about certain events that happen in your life that's similar to Joseph, that you give out too much information. So, you know, some of us, we're preaching and the sermon becomes rated R. I don't like that type of stuff. You know, get the get get your point across and don't go rated R with your sermon. Amen. All right, let's keep going. Adultery is a sin against God from sin against this reminds of Joseph. Okay. Um, yeah, so we know that so from these passages, adultery is a sin against God. 
Now in Genesis 20 verse 7, God warned Amalek that if he doesn't restore Sarah back to Abraham, he will die. Adultery brings death. Don't believe Hollywood. Don't believe, don't believe the music industry that make adultery look like an everyday activity. It's against God and it brings death. David committed adultery and he and had he not repent at the preaching of Nathan, God would have killed him. How do we know that? Well, let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 13. Oh, uh, let's see here. Man, I, I'm glad I, I'm preaching this because uh, this is a blessing to me too. This is really reinforcing some areas in my life to say, uh, you know, I need to be strong on these things. I love my wife. I don't want to be doing dumb stuff out there. Amen. All right. So 12, 13 seconds. Okay. So it. let's see here. Okay. So. For, for my, my beloved, you know what David did with Bathsheba. That was Uriah's wife. He saw Bathsheba um, on top of a rooftop taking a bath. And, and he, he lied with her. He had relationships with her. He tried to cover it up. He, he, he killed Uriah, put him out in the, in the hottest battle, and Uriah died. Okay? Now, that thing displeased the Lord. Let me see if I could go to that verse where it says this thing... Uh, Displeased the Lord. Yeah. Second uh, Samuel eleven verse twenty seven. And when the morning was past, David sent and fetched her to to his house, and she became his wife, and bare a son. But this thing that David did hath had, had done displeased the Lord. Adultery displeases uh, displeases the Lord. Let me see. It literally. It was evil in the Lord's eyes. That's what it's saying. Now, 2 Samuel 12, 13. Let's read that. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned. Now, this is what Nathan said unto David when he confronted David about his sin. He said, uh, thou art the man. Okay, he's basically calling out David's sin and said, hey, look, you messed up. You, you took another man's wife. You, you committed adultery. <coughs> and, and David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And, and Nathan hath said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt, sh th thou shalt not die. Okay. Now, what are we learning so far? Adultery is a sin against the Lord. Adultery brings forth death. You say, well, I know my neighbor does that all the time. He's probably not saved. I believe if you're saved and you know better and you know what the Bible says about adultery, God will kill you. All right. I, I believe that with all my heart. Or at least put you in a good car accident, a bad car accident. Okay. And now, now there are there, there now now so that's adultery. How God feels about it. It's a heavy thing. So don't believe what Hollywood has to say about it. It's it's a heavy thing. These nasty programs on television that make sex and activity or pastime. And like it's nothing. It's sin. It's very bad. It's wicked. And now, now, what about divorce? Okay. Now, can can certain types of divorce be considered adultery? Let's see what God's word says about that. Okay. I'm just gonna read my notes. Now, there are some who just get tired of their wife. Finances get high, and say, "I want a divorce." And they get tired of each other. Look at, what's this a football player? Tom Brady, whoever it was. 
I don't know who it was. I'm not into football, but some football player divorced his wife. That's sad. All right. Now, let's let's see what the Bible says about that. Now, what if that football player gets married to someone else? His wife is still alive. He gets married to someone else. The Bible says that guy is an adulterer. What if the wife gets married to some other man while this football player is still alive? I forget who it was. Was it Brady? I don't like I said, I don't know who my who my football players are. They're committing adultery. You say, wow, really? Now, what if Tom Brady was beating up his wife? Look, you know, she should get away from him. She shouldn't have to die. But if she gets married to someone else while that man is still alive, she's an adulterer. Don't get mad at me for saying that. God said it. I didn't make it up. And, and um, so let's go to Romans chapter 7, verse 3. Now, this is just... Now, in the Gospels, we have verses that talk about the, uh, adultery and divorce. Um, oh, by the way, you know, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 28, it says, if you look at a woman to lust after, you commit adultery with her in your heart. Isn't that a very strong standard? Wow. Very convicting. All right. That's what you got to watch. Watch what you watch on television or social media. Romans 7, verse 3. Now, my dad was teaching me this not too long ago. And this is a very, very fascinating uh, passage. For uh, Romans 7 verse 2 for the woman which hath an husband is bound by law uh, bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth but if the husband be dead she is loosed from the law of her husband so God forbid you have a uh, woman who became a widow that means her husband died she can get married again she's fine okay now, according to this however if the woman gets divorced, okay, and her husband, or, or as they say, the ex-husband is still alive, and another man marries this woman, she is an adulterer. Look at verse 3. So when if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. Let me read it again. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Uh, and um, I don't know why this is so hard for Christians to grasp. I remember my, my favorite preacher from the past, he's in heaven now, Dr. Ron Fenwick, he yelled on the top of his lungs and explained this. And he said, why is that so hard to understand? And growing up as a teenager in church, there were some people who got divorced. And there was talks among people that I thought would have known better and, you know, or, or, or rumors of people who knew better saying that, oh, that woman that's divorced now, her husband left her. She should, you know, why don't you go date her? And, you know, my jaw's dropping out. By the way, guys, oh, by the way, you know, teenagers, if they know their Bible, don't give, don't confuse a teenager by being a hypocrite. Uh, uh, not a hypocrite. Um, how should I say? Dropping your standards. Because they, they, they could see that. And because I was confused. I was like, what in the world? Right? Uh, no, I wasn't a teenager. I was in my, well, anyway, I, I remember what happened. And, and uh, or, you know, you have, you know, some people, and it's really sad. You have some people, they, you know, their parents tried to warn them. They, they married some woman, 
that was married before and the husband is probably still alive, right? And you try to warn them and show them these passages, they still get married. Well, that person is an adulterer. He's an adulterous affair. Uh, 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 you know, I forgot, I lost my train of thought about all this. Yeah, that's but that's that's what the Bible says. You know, it's sad when Christians who know better do this kind of stuff. And I'm not talking about unsaved people. I'm talking saved people who should know better. I, I preached a sermon about I didn't make this stuff up, right? God, it's in God's Bible. Everything that are our standards that are built upon the Bible, you guys might think it's weird, but it's God's word, okay? I didn't make it up. God, God gave it to us in his word. We ought to obey it. Look at Luke 16, 18, and we'll close. Whosoever putteth away his wife and marrieth another committeth adultery. Wow. So, you know, you got, you have Tom Cruise. He's married a bunch of times, right? He's an adulterer. Whoever marries him is an adulterer. And whosoever marrieth her that putteth away her husband committeth adultery. So what can we learn from all this tonight in this study? To me, it's just fascinating. That's why uh, I'm going through the study. But um, one, adultery is a sin against God. Adultery brings forth death. If you're a Christian, you know better. And you go out there and, and, and uh, just plan this stuff out to, to go commit adultery. God, God, God will kill you. Um, go, go, look at, take for instance, Hebrews chapter 10. I really have to close. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much more as, as you see the day approaching. Look at 26. For if we sin willfully, this is so scary. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth. Now, you now that I'm teaching you guys, and now that I that now that God is teaching me, because I'm reading his word, we're all having a Bible study together, that we know what divorce is. I'm sorry, what adultery is, and we go out there, okay. My wife is sleeping at this time. I can go and sneak out through the window and meet Mary Jane Watson. By the way, that's Spider-Man's girlfriend, Mary Jane Watson, and, and, and carry on. Uh, even though I know what the Bible says about adultery, well, I, I can get killed for that. For if we sin willfully after, the, after we have received the knowledge, okay? You and I are getting the knowledge tonight about adultery. Of truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. For a certain guys, you're done for. You you can get judged for that. You can get you know it's not good. Now, what are some standards to prevent us from committing adultery? Uh, don't be having dinner with a with, with a woman who's not your wife. Don't be alone with a woman that's not your wife. Don't be touching and hugging a woman that's not your wife. Don't get a phone a, a phone number from a woman that's not your wife. Don't uh, don't be messaging women that's not your wife on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, those are some standards you can keep. You, hey, sometimes you might have to be a jerk. You know what I really told, you know, you know, 19, I was kind of immature. You know what I really told that lady at Papa John's that wanted to ride home? I said, you're not my wife. And I left. I had to do, I had to say something, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to sin. So let's pray. Um, and thank God I didn't sin. I, uh, the only woman I know is my wife. Praise the Lord. And uh, I'm not bragging now. I'm just thanking God that I listened to, you know, my parents. I didn't have sex before marriage. Thank God. And we have two boys together that God has given us. It's just, I feel, I, I feel so, um, I have no burden. I'm young. I still wrestle. And I have two kids. 
I'm not visiting my kids on the weekend. Oh, thank God. Okay. If you're not saved tonight, the Bible says uh, in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God, Jesus died on the cross for your sins. He paid for your sins. There is a, a debt for your sin. It's hell. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. All you have to do is believe that Jesus is, is the only way to heaven. John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. And then if you believe that, just call upon his name and ask him to save you. Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Just pray that, pray, pray, ask God to save you. Thank you for listening to the program and good night.